Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Believe we didn't even ask our next caller to check in on the toll-free line. No, we called him because we are uh, dying for his insights on the ongoing scandal. In Major League Baseball, senior writer for Fangraphs, Jay Jaffe joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. What do you say, Jay? Hey, Jody. How you doing? Good. Not the kind of stories you wanted to be writing in January uh, this offseason? It has livened up what I expected to be a very, very uh, dead week because I finished all my Hall of Fame stuff and I uh, uh, thought I was going to be on easy street this week. So um, it, it, it got exciting and uh, obviously not a great time, not a great uh a uh, week for baseball with all the craziness and, and uh, uh, scandal talk. Exciting for you, understandable. But as you also stated, bad for baseball. How does this scandal compare to some of the other biggest scandals in the history of the game? Well, I think this is this generation's uh, equivalent of the steroid scandal. And I think that the, the, two, uh, the two issues have a, have a lot in common, um, you know, both with regards to players' uh, uh, you know, going down that slippery slope uh, through a gray area into something that was uh, uh, more clearly cheating. And uh, uh, in Major League Baseball, you know, failing to imagine uh, how how these how this all could be abused and, and uh, uh, being proactive in terms of uh, uh, getting the Players Association on board with, with, with how to fight this. So um, it's a real mess. And, and uh uh, obviously, a lot of people are, are are very angry, and they're particularly angry that players weren't punished. But um, you know, if you go through the history of the steroid era, you could see why players weren't punished uh, uh, then, up until a certain point when they were able to draw a line in the sand. And I think that's what's going to happen uh, with with this. Uh, whether you're talking about the survey test or the Mitchell report or things like that, uh, you know, there's a, there's kind of that Wild West era, and uh, I think you know we're basically. Uh, emerging from the Wild West era of, of electronic sign stealing uh, to a point where I think there there will be uh, bigger penalties going forward uh, uh, if if players and uh, you know are are, are caught uh, involved in this. Uh, so you're uh, projecting, predicting if this were to happen again two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, the players can't get away with well, we were just doing what we were being told. Yeah, no, that's no, that's that's not that's not going to fly anymore. I mean, you know, I think. Uh, the commissioner and Major League Baseball were in, were in a difficult position because they'd fallen so far behind. You know, they did not have a framework in place to discipline players uh, for this, which you know requires the cooperation of the players' union. Has to be collective bargaining. You know, collectively bargained. Um, you can't. You know, if you, for example, if they wanted to suspend, you know, Jose Altuve or George Springer or anybody else who was caught up in this. Uh, it would have been appealed by the Players Association. It probably would have been a tooth and nail fight that went to arbitration. And you know, we've seen you know strange things can happen there uh, if if if, uh, um, if disciplinary hearings go there. So um, that's why that's one reason why Manfred went after management. The other reason, obviously, is that uh, he put it, uh, the onus on uh, general managers and managers, in this case Jeff Luno and, and AJ Hinch, uh, to police their players. Uh, you know, and and prevent uh, uh, abuses of the system. 
We're talking to Jay Jaffe, senior writer from Fangraphs, about the uh, the uh, stealing signs issue that Major League Baseball is dealing with. Uh, what's happened in Houston has happened. The GM and the manager, as you just uh, stated, both uh, were given their walking papers, suspended for a year, and then the Astros decided they were going to go in another direction. Um, there has been no action taken against the Boston Red Sox yet, but that did not stop the Red Sox from deciding to move on from their manager who was with the Astros back in 2017 and was very much tied into the report that baseball investigation they did into the Astros cheating. When should we expect or will there even be an ongoing uh, investigation of what the Red Sox went through or? Yeah, I mean, okay, if you if you look back, the the Astros investigation opened in the wake of the athletic uh, Ken Rosenthal and Evan Drellick reporting uh, on it. In, I think it was November 12th. Uh, it took two months, basically, for Manfred to hand down his report. Uh, they thought it was going to happen quicker than that. Uh, the Red Sox investigation did not open uh, until, I think, about two weeks ago uh, when Rosenthal and Drellick again reported um, uh, that uh, that there were enough allegations to go on record uh, with the Red with the Red Sox. So, I mean, I would expect it's going to be a compressed timeline because you know they, the the investigators now know um, a little bit more about uh, uh, about the backdrop of this and about the process. Um, I, I would say it's probably going. You know, it could take weeks to a month. Um, I I don't know. Uh, obviously, the Red Sox are going to move on uh, hiring in terms of hiring a manager. They've already let Alex Cora go. I would expect Cora is going to get uh, at least a year of suspension, possibly two, because he was involved in two teams uh, doing this after the um, September uh, 2017 memo that Manfred set, sent a team saying, hey, cut it out, uh, or there will be severe repercussions. Um, but again, I, I don't think we're going to see players disciplined. Um, in the Red Sox case, the fact that uh, – uh, they have changed general managers since then. Dave Dombrowski left. Um, you know, you're, it's possible he could be suspended, uh, but that's kind of a moot point because he may never hold a job in Major League Baseball again, given his advanced age and uh, uh, current unemployment. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Do you think Dombrowski was ready to call it a retirement? I don't remember him. I, I don't. I don't know that he was. I mean, I, I, I don't know that he was, but uh, um, you know, it's. Uh, uh, he may be in a tough position now if, if uh, you know, if uh, uh, Manford decides that uh, uh, this is going to be laid at least in part on his doorstep. Nobody's, nobody's really thought about uh, his, you know, his part in this. Agreed. Uh, Jay Jaffe doing a good job here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Um, both organizations have to go outside the organization for their new manager, don't they? Uh, I had heard immediately that Jose Espada was being thought of as the new manager. Well, he was on that coaching staff. If you believe that he knew nothing of what was going on, then he doesn't necessarily deserve to be a manager because he's not bright enough to know what's going on or on top of things enough to be a manager of a Major League Baseball team. I I kind of questioned that as soon as that was reported shortly thereafter. I tend to agree with you. Joe Espada, actually, who worked for the Yankees previously and has been a hot managerial candidate in recent years, he replaced Alex Cora as the Astros bench coach. According to the Manford report, the Astros continued to do sign, you know, illegal sign stealing stuff in the 2018 season when he was their bench coach. So you're right. I think it, 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 tests, it, it tests, 
you know, it defies you know, credibility. Uh, if you know, if if he was, if, if he knew what was going on, obviously, um, you know, that's a problem. If he didn't know what's going on, you got to got to question what, a whether he's telling the truth, or b what his powers of observation actually are. So I do think that they need to go outside the organization, um, and I would think with the Red Sox too, uh, that's that's probably the case. Agreed. Uh, all right, then uh, Carlos Beltran was relieved of duty by the Mets. I think the Mets mishandled the situation, the entire hiring process, and not having enough information of what was going down with Beltran, whether he did or didn't lie to them. They ended up doing what they had to do, because if not, it was going to hang over them like a black cloud all year long. So uh, I have no problem with the decision they made. I just didn't know if they went about it the right way, the yeah. entire hiring and firing how badly do you think the Mets yeah, messed this up? I think they bungled it. I think they bungled it. I mean, okay, the the first report of this did not come out until about 12 days after Beltran was named Mets manager. But there were already rumors, um, you know, about uh, uh, about the Astros and signs stealing that were afoot. Probably should have been questioned uh, about that in the interview if they weren't. Uh, you know, if, if the Mets didn't ask him about that, then, you know, that's, I don't know, That I, I think that's a lapse. And... Furthermore, once the story broke, what the Mets have said publicly uh, the other day, uh, uh, Wilpon and, and Brody Van Wagner, uh, Jeff Wilpon and Brody Van Wagner, is that uh, uh, they did not ask Beltran about you know about what was going on. They just figured that uh, this was all in the hands of the investigators and encouraged cooperation. I mean, you've got failures of due failures of due diligence. Basically, um, they should have. I think they should have. Uh, you know. And you know, tried to figure out if there were if, if they had any reason to be concerned about what was going to reflect on Carlos Beltran. There, um, the other question is whether he told them the truth in the interview. Uh, if if he was asked about that stuff, and so yes, I think that they mishandled it. I think once it was revealed uh, clear from the report that Beltran lied to multiple reporters, including Ken Rosenthal of the Athletic and Joel Sherman. Uh, of the New York Post, who were two of the heaviest hitting reporters in the country, you know his credibility was shot, um, and you can't go forward like that in the you know in the, in the country's largest media market, facing reporters every day, and still have credibility uh, once you've been caught in you know in a in a lie like that. I mean, managers tell little white lies all the time about player availability and strategy and things like that, you know, for their own competitive advantage, but but that. A lie about of integrity is is just not something that's going to fly, um, and and uh, uh, with uh, with the baseball media. I got an interesting question the other day, Jay Jaffe, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio, and I answered it. I thought about it, and I said, I've got someone else I can ask this question to, and might be more appropriate for them than it would be for me. Caller asked me, how do the Astro players, Carlos Beltran included? And those that are still on the team now, the Altuve's and Bregman's and Springer's of the world, how are they looked at through a Hall of Fame lens now? Because that's a really good, that's a really good question. Um, you know, some people will see what Beltran did as a minor lapse, and and you know, I, I think kind of the equivalent of Roberto Alomar's spitting incident. Uh, you know, it took it caught, that cost him a first year uh, first year election. Um, Beltran. Uh, you know, might have to might that that might be uh, all he deals with, but you know, it, it could be more. It could be more than that. It could be people see him as wearing a scarlet letter, and you know that if he's uh, uh, if he cheated and he lied, then then they're going to hold that. You know, his entire 
they're going to they're going to weigh that against his entire career and and, and maybe disqualify for some voters. I don't know. I'll, I'll have a vote. I thought about this a lot this week. Um, you know, he had to know the rules by that point. Uh, even though Major League Baseball excused him from from knowing the rules, I just I'm I'm troubled by it. Um, you know, as for Altuve and and you know if it's the Red Sox or if it's Mookie Betts, um, you know I think that there's if unless they were as central to it uh, as Beltran was, and he was the only position player named in that report, I think that's a bit of a different story. I think we're going to be you know 15 years from now we won't remember it in the same way, um, you know, and we'll never be able to prove that kind of culpability. Um, you know, unless some of these more wild rumors turn out to be true. And I, I should stress that I don't think that that's the case, but you know, I, we've been wrong before when it comes to stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it, it uh, it's too soon to know, but some people never forget that stuff. And, uh, uh, voters do have long memories. If Mike Fires comes out and starts naming names and games and specific at bats yeah. and gets even more uh, explicit with his whistleblowing, it could have an effect on current uh, Astro yeah, I players. Mean, I, I think you know the, the 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 punishment that the Astros received. I know that that people want to see them suspended, disciplined, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the punishment is it's not unlike what happened with Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire in the story there. People are always going to mention that, you know, oh, the, yes, Jose Altuve of the, of the world champion Astros, you know, the sign-stealing ones, that all that was tainted, you know, or, or Barry Bonds, the all-time home run king who was involved in Dalco. You know, you're just you're never going to completely escape that and, and have every, every single person view your career as on the level. And I think that's a pretty harsh punishment unto itself. All right. Last thing, uh, Tuesday is the big announcement this year's Hall of Fame class will be named Jeter seems to be all but a lock, at least per uh, Ryan Thibodeau's tracker. Larry Walker looks like he could very well get in. And you got three guys who are right on the cutting edge in Clemens, Bonds, and Schilling. How many in the class are going in this year? I think at most it'll be two. I don't I don't see uh, Schilling and Bonds and Clemens as getting in this year. I think, you know, when you look at the, the gap between the people who report uh, – uh, their ballots before the elections and 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 final. There's about maybe a, usually about a 10 point gap, maybe a little bit more. So if a guy's at 75 percent now, it's going to fall. Uh, you need to be probably about 85 percent uh, in order to in order to uh, uh, to clear the bar. And boy, I'm sweating bullets when it comes to Larry Walker because I've promoted his case, included it in my book, the Cooperstown Case Book, and written about him for years and years and years. And I'm optimistic. Uh, certainly, I think he's doing a little bit better than I than I thought he would right now. But I'm gonna be sweating bullets until that announcement. Well, Jay, I let you go sweat. We didn't sweat <laughs> your appearance on the show. We enjoyed it greatly. Thank you for the insight. You know, we'll be touching base again soon enough. All right, sounds great, Jody. Good talking to you. My pleasure. That is uh, lead and MLB writer, senior writer for Fangraphs, Jay Jaffe, here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.